Welcome to MRS Bulletin's Materials News Podcast, providing breakthrough news and interviews with researchers on the hot topics of biomaterials, quantum materials, sustainability, artificial intelligence, perovskites, and robotics. My name is Sophia Chen. The challenge for the world to reduce carbon emissions is steep. In 2019, carbon dioxide emitted from human activity surpassed an estimated 43 billion metric tons, an increase of about 0.6% compared to the previous year. To reduce these emissions in the long run, some scientists believe it will be necessary to extract carbon dioxide from the air. But once you extract all that carbon dioxide, what do you do with it? Pelayo Garcia de Arquer, a materials scientist at the University of Toronto in Canada, has a potential answer. He's working on technology for converting carbon dioxide into useful hydrocarbons, such as plastics, fabrics, and fuels, that are now being produced by the petrochemical industry. In other words, he's trying to turn lemons into lemonade. So our approach is to decarbonize this process by taking existing CO2 in the atmosphere or in the exhaust of an industry, for example, and using electricity, which could come from renewables, and using water, uh, upgrade the CO2 into other molecules that can be used in these production systems. For example, upgrading CO2 into ethylene, which is the precursor from a lot of polymers. To convert carbon dioxide into ethylene, they pump carbon dioxide gas to a sponge-like catalyst interface, where the carbon dioxide breaks down and ultimately reacts with water and an electrolyte. But it's difficult to orchestrate this reaction quickly and efficiently at the rates needed to make this technology economically viable. On their own, the individual reactants don't tend to move to the right locations very quickly. You need to have all the ingredients of your cake in the right place and in the right time. The difficulty is that carbon dioxide does not like to dissolve in water. It also tends to undergo undesired reactions with the electrolyte to produce hydrogen molecules, for example. This makes the reactions proceed slowly. So their lab's innovation was to include an extra ingredient on the surface of the catalyst, known as an ionomer, a polymer that conducts ions. The ionomer had both hydrophobic and hydrophilic parts, which in effect created distinct channels for carbon dioxide, water, and the other ingredients to travel through separately to reach the catalyst. Monitoring the electric activity in their system, which is an indication of how quickly the chemical reaction is proceeding, they measured an electric current density of more than one ampere per square centimeter, which Garcia de Arquer says is about 10 times improvement compared to the state of the art just two years ago. And this is enabled, we believe, because of this phenomenon, like CO2 can travel faster through these more dry channels that don't have water. They also achieved an efficiency of 45%, meaning that 45% of the energy they put in created the ethylene. It's not clear yet what metrics will make this system commercially viable, as the economics depend on many outside factors, such as the cost of electricity. But Garcia de Arquer says the field is moving closer to a deployable technology. So achieving current densities in the realm of amperes per square centimeter, This, together with energy efficiencies above 60%, that's the threshold we predict with the numbers that we have right now. That's where things become more and more interesting. 
This architecture is versatile depending on your goal. For example, you can change the catalyst material in order to produce different hydrocarbons other than ethylene. Their group is working to further improve the energy efficiency of this system. In addition, now that they've invented this catalyst ionomer architecture, they can experiment with various components of the framework. They can alter the type of ionomer or change its morphology, for example. You have a lot of things to play with, so there's a very wide space uh, that's open now. This work was published in a recent issue of Science. My name is Sophia Chen from the Materials Research Society. For more news, log on to the MRS Bulletin website at mrsbulletin.org and follow us on Twitter at MRS Bulletin. Don't miss the next episode of MRS Bulletin Materials News. Subscribe now. Thanks for listening.